everyone. Happy Thursday night. My name is Allison Dijak and welcome to On The Scene, your weekly source for KW music, arts, film, and event listings here on midtownradio.ca. We want to begin by acknowledging that we are currently broadcasting on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee, and Neutral People. And we recognize the enduring presence of First Nations, Métis, and Inuit people still gathering, living, and working in this area as we use this contemporary stolen territory for sharing arts and culture. Now this show will be live every Thursday night from 7 to 8 p.m. And every week we are on the scene checking out a cool venue in town that's part of our local arts and culture scene. I'm here with my co-producer Derek Rydell, who's on sound as always. Derek was off sick last week, so I'm very happy to have you back. How it's are you doing, Derek? Good. It's good to be back. <laughs> yeah, actually, and I was sick the week before, so we haven't done a show together in no, like two it's weeks. It's been nice. a while. <laughs> so tonight we are live broadcasting from Short Finger Brewing Company. They call themselves Kitchener's only sci-fi punk brewery, which I love. Um, if you've never been to Short Finger before, it's on Hearst Avenue, which is just off of Kent Street. Sort of tucked away in a warehouse space but it is definitely worth uh, the excursion into kind of just outside of downtown Kitchener. They have amazing amazing beer on tap and lots of really fun events. They host concerts, laser tag competitions, they have artisan markets and more. So tonight we got some beers going on. Derek what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking fresh hell. It's (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love that sentence. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's very good. It's a nice, fresh, crisp lager. Highly He's recommended. Good. Yeah, and I got uh, Mimo. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Mimo, short for mimosa. <laughs> um, a lovely mimosa sour that is just so good. I'm a sucker for a good mimosa. This is just beer mixed with mimosa. It's like a better version of a mimosa. Very, very tasty. Nice. So we're very happy to be here tonight. Um, got a fun show going on. Today is actually, if you didn't know, it's 420. It what 420. a special special day to celebrate. I don't know. <laughs> we were saying before the show, Derek, like, is 420 still a thing? I don't know. I feel I like I've seen it a little on social media. <laughs> I don't think it is as much since, I mean, you can throw a stone in this city and yeah. hit like a weed <laughs> shop now. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It's I not feel like, like in the old days where, you, you know. 
It's like, this is the day. This is the day to do it. Yeah. I feel like I actually saw like some events going on. I know that um, Dog Friendly KW, they released a guide of... um, dog-friendly cannabis shops actually in town today. So they were kind of celebrating in that way, letting people know where they can hit up a, a marijuana shop with their dog. All right. <laughs> I don't know what the dog would think of that, but maybe maybe they would like it. <laughs> I know also some of the local cinemas in town have like movie specials. The Apollo is showing Dazed and Confused tonight. Very appropriate. Um, yeah. oh, I don't remember what Princess is showing. I'll have to look it up and let people know after the break. But uh, I don't know. I like that people are still making, having a bit of fun with it and stuff. Do you, do you have a <laughs> favorite stoner movie um i don't know i mean i feel like i feel like to me like the hangover kind of feels like that type of movie like i have memories of like when i was working at summer camp like on the weekend we went to someone's cottage and like watched that movie and just yeah, that feels like that feels like uh, kind of what I would what I would put with that. I would say also this is not a movie, but like a weird connection to something that I've watched multiple times. <laughs> but so my band, uh, there was one time we played a show in Petawawa, Ontario, and uh, they put us up in a hotel for the night, and so we were watching like awesome hotel cable, which is just always a weird mixture of things, and we ended up on this like. American public rate like TV station and they were showing a Frankie Valley concert okay. uh, like Frankie Valley in the four seasons yeah. uh, this like charity concert he was doing and it was so like I mean we were high so it was really <laughs> funny and he was he's so old and he was trying to do all of his dance moves but his arms couldn't go very high and he had all this huge backing band behind him and he was totally <laughs> lip syncing and his mouth was barely moving but it was still like you know Sherry <laughs> Sherry and he's like his mouth isn't moving at all and then so again when we were on tour we decided to also watch that we looked it up on YouTube and found it again um, <laughs> on one of our nights off so for some reason Frankie Valley in the Four Valley. Seasons That's your YouTube concert <laughs> is my favorite thing to watch <laughs> under the influence of, uh, of cannabis yeah. do you have a normal movie to watch because I clearly don't like a, a normal um, <laughs> a like normal stoner f- movie yeah, yeah, yeah. I always go with Half Baked with uh, okay. Dave Chappelle I feel like that's what's playing oh, at Princess, actually. That might be. It would be very appropriate. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've never yeah. seen it before, I have oh, to it's, be honest. <laughs> it's, it's fun. It's yeah. a good... Yeah, it's a laugh. Nice. I mean, Dazed and Confused is great, too. And if you want to go with a classic, Cheech and Chong. You know. Yeah, true. Oh, you know what, actually... Princess isn't showing anything tonight. I feel like they were doing like really? a collab. They did a collab with one of the local cannabis shops. Like I feel like a few weeks ago. And Actually, they, I think uh, they showed half baked. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> that's what made me think of it. <laughs> well, anyways, we are not really celebrating 420 on our show tonight, but we thought it'd be a fun <laughs> thing to poke a little fun at. Might uh, play. I feel like our listeners already heard uh, 420 AM by Steve Dave before the show. That's like one of my favorite songs right now, honestly. I love it. We interviewed Steve Dave uh, back in uh, December, I think. 
and right before or right after he released that song so always a good one good little shout out to to steve dave so tonight we've got uh, a fun show in store uh, we got two guests joining us, Brian Scheid, who is a member of several local bands and a huge influence on the local punk rock and entertainment scene. We'll also chat with Rob Hearn, the owner of Shortfinger Brewing, where we are. Uh, we're going to hear about their upcoming Short Can 2023 festival slash party that's happening this weekend in this awesome space. We're also gonna give you a bunch of local arts and culture events happening this weekend. Pinch Cabaret is back on Saturday night. Uh, the local band Adult Recreation Center is throwing their album release party at the Hub. And there's a new art space in town hosting their first ever art market. So stay tuned to find out more. We're gonna kick things off with some local music here. We're gonna hear a song from local singer-songwriter Christian Economides. This is his song, Way Back Home. I could sail away to some other place. Come, let's find our destination. There's nothing to be afraid of except losing what you're made of. You gotta keep that up your sleeve. In this fucked up life, people come and go. Stick by my side and that's just how I know We're losing track of time and I just gotta find my way back home Find my way back home I wish I could fly away some other place Come on, use your imagination Let's just lose track of time Living a separate life Why is there always hesitation? In this fucked up life People come and go But you stick by my side And that's just how I know Losing track of time and I just gotta find my way back Sail away to some other place. Come, let's find our destination. 
You just heard Way Back Home by Christian Economides here on On The Scene on Midtown Radio. Welcome back to On The Scene. If you're just joining us, my name is Allison Dijak, and we are super excited to be here tonight at Short Finger Brewing Company to chat all about the local arts and culture scene. The song you just heard by Christian Economides was Way Back Home, and Christian's going to be playing a show in town this weekend. He's going to be opening for Adult Recreation Center on Saturday night at The Hub. Adult Recreation Center are an awesome local rock band. They released their second full-length album called Driftwood in February, and they're finally celebrating its release with a huge show. And these guys do not play shows very often. I think like the last show they played was like pre-pandemic actually. So you definitely don't want to miss out. Uh, They're also going to be joined by Homer Watson Boulevard. Of course, a Kitchener band (laughs) by their name. Um, So if you want to check them out, tickets are $20 and can be found on their Instagram page. Definitely an awesome show. You can tell that like summer is on its way and we're getting to have, um, you know, the nicer weather because there's so many more events. I feel like it's like Saturday night. There's just 50 things to do in town and they're all amazing. (laughs) So definitely it'll be uh, hard to just pick a few events to chat about. But uh, over the next hour, we're going to be talking all about the local arts and culture scene going on in KW. Coming up shortly, we'll chat with local musician and promoter Brian Scheid. And in the second half of our show, we'll hear from Rob Hearn from Shortfinger. So before we dive into our interviews, Derek, let's chat about some events. Let's. So this weekend, I always got to give a shout out to Pinch Cabaret when it's happening. It is just... A great event. I performed in it back in the fall. Uh, I got some friends that are performing in the next couple months at it. And it is just what a wonderful night of, uh, you know, community, supporting people, just supporting people, showing their art form and doing what they love doing. Um, So Pinch Cabaret is on Saturday night. Uh, We've interviewed Ben uh, Gordetsky, who runs it on the show before. What a wonderful human making cool arts things in town. Um, And uh, there's a ton of great acts this this month. Um, They have three musicians of different genres, uh, a drag performance, a clown, a poet, a dancer, and a painter. So... That's just a cool lineup. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So if you want to, if you're in the mood for a variety show, um, you can check out pinchpinchpinch.com and grab some tickets. Uh, Derek, what are you excited for this weekend? I'm going to go with uh, Friday night at the Apollo Cinema. Mm -hmm. It's uh, uh, Drunken Cinema presents The Monster Squad. Nice. 1987 cult classic kids movies slash horror movies (laughs) slash comedy. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, I, I love the monster, Scott. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Anyone who, uh, out there may know. Yeah. If they know, they know. Did you see it when it came out in theaters? <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did. I, yeah. Oh God, I age myself every time <laughs> every on the week. show. It's but like yes, a bingo I did. card. <laughs> Way back in 1987. I did at the Frederick Cinema. Oh, I love Frederick <laughs> Cinema. That was one of my favorite places actually to see movies. That was like... Yep the go-to if if a movie that i wanted to see was playing there that's where i would go yep. for sure you know what it is now it's an indoor go-kart arena 
What? Yeah. Go-karts in the bottom of Frederick yeah. Mall? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that's... I mean, that's also fun, unexpected, but also yeah. fun. <laughs> nice. Um, one more thing that I wanted to uh, give a shout out to tonight is this weekend, there is an arts market. It's nice to see the return of a lot of those markets and stuff as the weather gets nicer. Um, at a new spot, it's called Fusion Studio, Fusion with a Z. And it sounds like kind of based on what I'm seeing on social media, that this is a new kind of community art space in town, kind of by artists for artists. Um, it's on King Street East, kind of like towards Rockway Gardens, but before it, in between Rockway Gardens and like the source for sports or whatever it's called. It's kind of close to um, Sheldon Street. So yeah, this new kind of art studio, they're, they're kind of doing their launch with this night market on Saturday night going to be from 5 to 9 p.m. There's going to be tons of great local vendors with artwork, crafts, clothing, and handmade accessories. And uh, entry is just uh, anywhere between 5 and $10. And people can uh, buy some locally made goods, which is cool. Support a new art space in town. So definitely check out Fusion Studio, Fusion with a Z, if you're looking for a new space to support. Yeah. So uh, for more events, people can always head to our website on the scene, kw.ca and check out all of the fun things happening this weekend in music, film, festivals, the stage and comedy. Well, one of our favorite things to do at On The Scene is to chat with people that are making the local arts and culture community a better place. Uh, my first guest, Brian Scheid, has been playing shows in Waterloo Region for the past decade. He plays in several punk and metal groups, including Bad Egg, Stolos, Spook the Beast, and Fat Scheid and the Merry Melodies. He was also the former general manager and booker of Chainsaw when it was open. R.I.P. We miss you. <laughs> Brian is a big supporter of the local music community and currently runs the KW Punk metal and hardcore community groups on Facebook and Instagram. We're so excited to chat with him tonight about the local community and his upcoming band crawl as well. Welcome to On The Scene, Brian Chai. Thank you for having me. Yeah, super nice to chat with you. I feel like I've chatted with many people that you are connected with mm -hmm. and they've been given shout outs to you. And so it's so nice to finally I've, have you on the show. I've heard them and uh, I'm thankful to be here. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Um, so you've been involved in the local music scene for a while. Are you from KW originally? I'm from St. Jacob's originally. Nice. Um, and then went up to Peterborough, and that's really where I discovered my love of uh, live music. Cool. Peterborough had a great scene, especially for uh, touring bands coming in, or bands from Ottawa or Toronto, because it was kind of a small city. It kind of reminds me of Guelph, where it's got a very vibrant arts community. Mm -hmm. um, so fell in love with the punk and metal stuff coming up there. Came down here, moved up back to, moved into Kitchener, and um, started working at Starlight and Chainsaw and uh, got involved in the punk and metal community and kind of was missing the shows that uh, was, I was feeling up at Peterborough, so mm -hmm. started to do stuff down here. Yeah, because yeah, if it wasn't here, I just started wanting to bring it myself. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, what was the first local band you played in? What was the first band you joined? 
Oh, that one was. Uh, oh, I don't want to talk about that one. Yeah, Warlord, yeah, Warlord Messiah. But yeah, no, it was fun. It was fun while it lasted, and uh, nice. uh, some good guys. And um, like uh, the one drummer, he's he's in Razor now, and nice. uh, he plays in some other bands. And uh, there's some good people in the band. Cool. Yeah, it was just a dumb drunken <laughs> fest. But we had some great shows. Like I uh, was selling out the uh, Maxwell Small Room, nice. um, which not many. Oh, the, the old uh, Maxwell. No, 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 okay. no, no. We played the old Maxwell. Yeah. Oh, I had a, I had a, a birthday show there with Warlord and uh, Wormwood Scrubs. And I remember that was my first and last birthday show because I think they they turned. I was so terrible that they um, <laughs> turned off my amp oh, no. and like turned the volume down and didn't even notice. So that was like a l- learning lesson. Okay, but no, yeah. I mean like the 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 sorry that uh, yeah the, the half room the half the room at Maxwell's, Maxwell's. Yeah, yeah. And that was that was tight and nice to do. So nice. yeah, very yeah. But yeah, that was the first one, but we can talk about other ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell us a little bit about the bands that you play in now. So uh, you play in Bad Egg, you play in Stolo, Spook yep. the Beast, and Fat Chide and the Merry Melodies, sort of your newest endeavor. Yep. How are these bands different from each other? Like, is there something you're sort of getting out of each of the different groups? Yeah, it's, it's easy to vibe with um, different bands with the different uh, if they're different styles of music and also mm. the different responsibilities within the band um like for speak the beast i'm just kind of sitting back and it's all uh, the music is uh, mostly written um by uh, the guitarist alex and you can just kind of sit back relax and just mm. have play uh solo uh, there's more writing responsibilities and uh doing more of the bookings and whatever uh bad egg is um more yeah less responsibilities mm-hmm. and uh, fat Shide is more uh, it's a newer one and it's uh, just covers but it's fun it's with uh, um, my only one where I don't play bass I, mm-hmm. I sing and do ukulele I have uh, Melody doing uh, she's doing a violin and uh, Kylie doing cello and it's a neat little uh, uh, cover thing but yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I've been seeing some videos um, you've been posting about fat Shide and the Merry Melodies tell me how that project started like you're playing in these kind of screamo punk metal bands and and then, then you decide to do a ukulele, violin, cello cover band. I, Where did that idea come from? I always <laughs> like playing ukulele. And actually, it was funny when you mentioned the 420 because the first time <laughs> I did something for fun with a, um, where I played with my friend uh, Andrew uh, Wong. And we mm-hmm. did something at the the garage just with a small group of people, and the and they meant rented out like this little office space. But I remember it was on 420, mm-hmm. and I remember that they had a. Uh, um, and we just did the violin and ukulele, but yeah. I, the thing that was more memorable was that they had like these baked goods around <laughs> and like, I wasn't thinking like, I don't, I actually don't, sm- I had like dreadlocks for years, but I don't, I don't even smoke pot mm. and I, I'm just a fat guy. So I like started eating all these cookies <laughs> and like, then they're like, Oh, there's weed. It, those are weed cookies. And I had to go to fucking work later. Oh and I remember yeah, and it was like when I was managing, so I couldn't like say anything. Yeah. And like one of the people came up to me and they're like, are you all right? I'm like, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's fine. Everything's, <laughs> Everything's fine. fine. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that one first one started on 420. I guess, oh, yeah. um, I just started playing. I had a break last year. Um, kind of playing ukulele. I had to break from all my bands mm-hmm. um, with uh, uh, um, someone close passing, mm-hmm. uh, my partner, and just playing ukulele by myself, kind of a healing thing, and mm-hmm. um, just started uh, going off from there, con- continuing playing it and kind of singing those songs to the people that might not be there but can still hear it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah, it's it's sometimes nice to be able to take a song and just present it in a new yeah. way, right? Just do something different, kind of let the lyrics shine a little bit more. Because a yep. lot of those songs have such powerful 
lyrics and when there's such big instrumentation it can sometimes there's way more things to focus on right but yeah. when you kind of strip it down have this trio playing it um they can come across in a really a really powerful way mm-hmm. yeah that's wonderful um what's been one of the most memorable local shows that you've played over the years i'm sure you've played lots with all the different groups memorable in a good or bad way i don't know but just one we'll, that we'll really talk about the good ones out. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been mostly mostly good, good. yeah only yeah. a few yeah uh for <laughs> local ones probably um when i did uh maxwell's uh annihilator i brought the show there annihilator with uh, uh my buddy rider annihilator razor uh striker then monarch woods um that was my symphonic metal band that i was in um it's with jonah do you, if you know the maxwell's people jonah the sound guy yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and cool. um it was uh his music and it was uh symphonic metal we had a cello i played bass um a female vocalist who she had a very good uh like um singing voice but mm-hmm. then could do the growls and uh it was just nice it, it was a big room show, lots of people. Um, one of my favorite uh, Canadian metal bands, one of the top selling Canadian metal bands of all time, but that don't play Canada that much that mm-hmm. I was able to bring to Waterloo, and it was fun. Um, uh, lately, I guess, in the past year, probably with Bad Egg. Mm-hmm. Um, so we played with Comeback Kid and Cancer Backs when they played at Maxwell's, which wow. is cool, and it was a packed, it was yeah. a packed venue. Um, but t- earlier in the summer... There was like this radius clause where a comeback kid can play in like, they're playing in London and Hamilton, so they can like play around here. So they they put up a show in Mount Elgin, I think it was called. Mm -hmm. I might be wrong, but it's this like fucking town with like... um, Oh, Port Elgin? Not not, not Port Elgin, not not by, uh, not by, uh, not by that... Southampton now. Okay. It's like literally a town with uh, <laughs> like one stoplight and stop sign, but it was in like this uh, community center. Yeah. It was like a Mennonite community center. Like oh if you're going gosh. into your high school gym yeah. in the middle of nowhere and uh, the, it was luckily by the gas station where they, you, uh, the, you could get beer yeah. and they were just, it was like a stag and dough, but in the community center, but it was comeback kid That's and they still awesome. had it packed with uh, uh, 200 people there in the middle of nowhere. And it was, it, that one was memorable because it was, that will probably, yeah, that doesn't, Not that doesn't really happen. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's wild. That's so, <laughs> I love that. Sometimes you like, you play a, a small town and you have no clue what's going to come of it. Yeah. And then it's just like the best show, right? Yeah. Those like unique venues are always yeah. so fun Th- to this play This was in. more of a hamlet than a small town. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you play on a road yeah, and exactly. sometimes you don't know what's going to come of that road. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to take a little bit of a nostalgic trip here and talk a little bit about Chainsaw. Yep. Um, Chainsaw was just such a such a staple of uptown waterloo uh i didn't spend a ton of time there personally um but everyone that i knew that went there regularly loved it i had lots Mm -hmm. of friends that went to uw or laurier or you know stuck around in waterloo after graduating what do you miss about chainsaw Uh, i just miss the uh well at the current job i have lots of freedom and can do whatever i want that's why i work (laughs) there but it was nice having a, a big team um, and also booking all the bands that um, bringing a lot of live music and it was easier to bring it to Chainsaw and having that a big Chainsaw really was a, a good family mm-hmm. and it was a big family but everybody uh, got along and it was yeah it, it wasn't all just it was I missed the job itself and the bar itself and the good vibes that we had but it was just missing the people mm-hmm. and being around um, everybody 
because uh, it, it was a very good team in the um the guy who owned it is an awesome guy and mm-hmm. um yeah it was just a great team so yeah, yeah yeah with such a big and sort of iconic venue in uptown waterloo closing do you feel like it left a gap in the local entertainment scene oh, or yeah you don't think it's been like filled by other venues no. quite yet yeah because no, um well chainsaw um starlight closed pan social closed <laughs> uh harmony closed um and none of those have really um God and like I was doing the shows before at uh, Revive because mm-hmm. and they he'll still still do a couple of stuff yeah um, but and I can do stuff at Dive but it's not there's not that really good mid tier place mm-hmm. um, especially one with a stage you know um, it's I'm, it's so thankful that uh, there's places like Shortfinger that was allowing. Um, shows and that there's still places it's kind of like right now it's looking at a place and be like can you have a show here okay let's set up the fucking amps you know like that's really how it is yeah Mm -hmm. and um but yeah for kind of like mid places um uh, for um uh, mid-sized places there's really not that uh, many places to go to you Mm. know it's it's nice that the hub has opened up and maxwell's has got thank god they're still open and they're great people there but yeah, it's there. There is a huge gap that still needs to be filled. Yeah, yeah. Do you think there's anything else that the local music scene like needs more of or is missing? Like we are kind of missing those mid-sized venues. Is there anything else that you think could kind of make like level up the local music? It's community? really just having the venues with the yeah. That's the first step. Mm-hmm. Uh, having the venues that are dedicated to um, live music. And uh, supporting live acts, something like just having something like the Boathouse again. Yes. You know, yeah. And just having that that would be able to support and also support the alternative community, like the punk and metal community. Not all the places are looking, like, kind of will look past it. Yeah. And the Boathouse was, they were. You know they they were good with uh, the punk and metal community and good with working with us. So of course. You know, having that that, that have uh, their ears open to all the all t- uh, styles of music. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what the boathouse turns yeah. into. Yeah. I know there's been plans for it. It's supposed to be kind of this like community music spot, but I'm uh, very curious to see what comes of that because it definitely was a special place mm-hmm. that. You know, you could be a, a band that's just starting out. You don't have too much of a following, mm-hmm. but like it's a stage with a professional sound system yep. and people can come out and, you know, you get 20 people in there and it feels full enough. Like it yeah. doesn't feel, yeah. doesn't feel like you're playing to a huge room that's empty or something. And what so. a great venue on a summer day. Exactly. On the, yep. You know, you got the lake and you yeah. Booze and yeah. music and <laughs> yeah, it's just a it was it's good venue, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. picturesque. Yeah. Now, Brian, you've sort of shifted into like booking and promoting independently. Um, what made you want to continue that venture, even though you're not working with like a direct venue like Chainsaw? Well, I guess with Chain, I would still do some bigger shows like going around, and also with mm-hmm. a lot of the bands. Let, let's say like during the uh, school season. Um, uh, when students were in session, I couldn't have my more uh, abrasive bands play at the Chainsaw. <laughs> so that's where I'd go and put on shows at the Boathouse, Maxwell's, um, sometimes Harmony, Starlight, mm. uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, all those types of places. So, was, And I would also bring in touring acts uh, to other places as well that wouldn't fit the Chainsaw vibe. Um, 
but so I was always kind of continuing uh, doing stuff outside the chainsaw while still focused on the chainsaw. Um, so it's yeah, it's not really much of a new thing, but I'll, I think I'm doing more stuff at Dive Bar just because I'm able to. Um, one of the things I missed doing was, uh, you know, putting on the show and then bringing in a bunch of people and then being the bartender, getting, you know, working those busy shows. You know, if yeah. you know if you're bringing in the people and you're uh, you're definitely uh, um, financially good from uh, being a bartender, working those shows. Yeah. You know, because punks and metalheads are crazy drinkers, so yeah, it works out well. Nice, yeah. And you have a, a big show coming up, uh, the long weekend band crawl with yep. Pink Lemonade Records. Yep. Uh, We've always given those band crawls a big shout out on our show. I remember, I think it was last summer was maybe the first one or last like, mi- no, yeah, it, it would have been. May. Yeah. And I remember, uh, I think Derek, you found the event and I like looked into it a little bit so I could talk about it on the show. I was like, what is this? This is so cool. So, so cool. Um, what are you excited about for this one? I guess this will be like kind of the year anniversary of the long weekend yep. band crawl. Uh, yeah. This one we're excited for having, um, we're upping, we're going to four venues. Nice. So, and we're trying to just build it more and more. Um, just having we hit all the marks for kind of uh most of the marks no, we didn't get all the bands that we yeah, wanted yeah, sure. but, oh, good. <laughs> yeah but um we hit most of the marks for the bands that we wanted so you're able to ha- add that extra venue while having the quality of music um especially we, we focus on a lot of local bands mm-hmm. um so there's three bands playing at each venue uh two of them are local uh, one of them are from out of town, but it's also nice bringing out of town bands that you like. Mm-hmm. Um, Artificial Disanimation, really cool uh, uh, punk band out of uh, Hamilton, I believe. And cool. I'm gl- glad to have them up there. Second Wife, another good one. Um, and uh, yeah, we got Vase from Quebec. So this is the first out of province band. Okay. We're kind of like a post metal uh, band. But um, yeah, I'm excited to uh, kind of have a good quality lineup, have more. Um, venues. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a continuation of something that we're doing pre-pandemic, which was uh, called the Choose Your Own Festival. Okay. Uh, that we was around April. Actually, 420 was when we were doing it. <laughs> um, yeah, and it, it was... Uh, it is still a yeah. thing. It's, it's a running theme. Yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently. Yeah. But it, that was where they had... Um, and I was working... I was just doing the chainsaw portion of it, but uh, uh, Chris and Stacy, um, who are now part of Pink Lemonade and also mm-hmm. bandmates in uh, Bad Lemonade... Uh, sorry, uh, Bad, Bad Egg. Egg yeah. Um, they got... Um, a number of venues around town. It was Chainsaw, Harmony, uh, Night School, Patent Social, probably forgetting some other ones. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of a continuation of that that we had pre-pandemic. And uh, I'm glad that we can kind of, w- while all, most of those venues are gone. Yeah. So now it's just, it was just kind of building out the pieces. Yeah, you know? revive yeah. it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, revive it and it'll be at, at revive is yes. one of the venues. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> thankful we're having them on my board. Definitely, yeah. People, uh, if they want to get more info, can they check out, I guess, Pink Lemonade Records maybe online? They'll have um, all the info? Or, or if there's... Um, well, there's no web page, but there is. Mm-hmm. It'll be off of Pink Lemonade, but we yeah. also have the Long Weekend Band Crawl page on Facebook. Perfect. Long Weekend Band Crawl on Instagram. Um, just building those up. And um, yeah, check it out there. And nice. any information, we'll be promoting all the bands that we have playing. You were just playing Steve Dave, right? Yeah, yeah but Steve, right before the show. Steve Dave's going to be on it. So. Nice. Yeah. Oh, were you yeah. talking about Essential Letdowns? 
Uh, uh, yeah, we played I, them I before. Played this place a okay. Before Steve so yeah. the first one, uh, the first crawl, we had them, and we had them play last. Okay. And it was hilarious because they. Were, I, I love the the lead singer Joey. Oh yeah, and Joey's I, great guy. Oh uh, yeah, I love him. Oh, he's so cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, we had them play last because we knew that they were full of energy, and it was just an absolute shit show at <laughs> pinup because everybody was was a little bit under the yeah. influence, and like <laughs> J- Joey just threw down his bass and started running into the crowd oh and gosh. running all over the place and yeah they're alumni of the crawl and nice. a great band yeah. nice oh well definitely a fun times to be had if anyone's sticking around in kw for the may 2-4 weekend um do you have any other shows coming up with your bands that you want to give a shout out to um yep oh, bands and some other shows that i'm yeah. promoting um i'll just go by the weeks so this weekend, uh, Bad Egg is playing with Protest here in Guelph. What? That, yeah, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that, that one sold out. So, <laughs> But there's deal. still um, tickets available for uh, protests on Sunday in Guelph at the Onyx. Cool. And also, I'm pretty sure um, that there's still tickets available for protests at Maxwell's this uh, tomorrow. And if you go to the Maxwell's one, be sure to check out Rag Ripper. They're, they're opening it up, and they, they, they are really good, really good. Um, and then the next weekend is uh, I'm promoting a show at Die Bar. It's a, like a long-haired metal, uh, sorry, uh, like it's a metal show uh, with a band nice. called Railgun um, from um, uh, uh, Thunder Bay. Cool. And they're kind of a melodic death metal band if you're a fan of the Lamb of God. Um, then we got Azatoth Entombed and Decimate, some local death metal bands. Um, then that Saturday, I'm not playing, but I'm doing merch for Razor, which will be fun in uh, Toronto. Cool. Um, after that... Yeah, then it's the locally lo- long weekend uh, band crawl mm-hmm. and uh, Sunday, May 21st. Um, it's $20 advance on Ticket Scene. Get a bracelet. It grants you entry into all four venues and there's going to be 12 bands and it's just running around uptown Waterloo, <laughs> nonstop music and lots of fun nice. yeah, and lots of bands to check out if you don't already know. And yeah, it's just discover new music and have a, as much fun as you can. Fantastic. Well, Brian, it was so nice to chat with you and kind of get a bit of an inside look into, you know, how the local music scene has evolved over the years and, you know, what we need to keep working on as well to kind of get more music going on here. Just keep that community really strong. Um, Yeah, really, really nice to chat with you. Okay, you too. Um, We're going to hear a song from one of your bands, Bad Egg. We're going to hear the song Activism. Tell us just a little tiny bit about this song. Um, I don't know. I just play bass on it. Okay. <laughs> I know. I know everything is politically charged, but I didn't really uh, yeah. uh, listen to the lyrics too much because, like, she's she's always screaming, so it's hard to understand her. Yeah. yeah. But I know. I know everything's pretty politically charged. So nice. yeah, I know that something's going on. I, I just, yeah, I just play bass. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, we are going to uh, hear from Bad Egg. This is their song "Activism." <laughs> No! 
You just heard Activism by Bad Egg. One of the bands that Brian Scheid, our, just, our guest that we just chatted with, is in. Uh, you are listening to On the Scene here on Midtown Radio. My name is Allison Dijak, and we are live broadcasting from Shortfinger Brewing Company tonight. I'm halfway through my delicious memo. I, you know what? I didn't get the pronunciation right, but our next guest will be able to tell me the correct pronunciation of the delicious mimosa-inspired beer that I'm drinking. Um, but before we hop into our second interview of the evening, we're going to give you a few more event highlights for the weekend. For a full listing of events going on, you can check out our website, onthescenekw.ca. At the top of the site, you'll see tabs for comedy, stage, music, festivals, and market listings. You can click on each tab and check out all that's going on in the arts and culture scene in the city. So this weekend in festivals, Fusion Studio has their night market on Saturday starting at 5 p.m. And Shortfinger has their Short Can 2023 festival starting at 6 p.m in film at our local independent cinemas. The Apollo is showing Casablanca, The Monster Squad, Kadina Kadorame, and Dekadam. I got it, I think. I don't know if I got it. I put that down. I was like, I would would not want to try and pronounce that. I'm going to give it one more try. (laughs) Kadina Kadorame and Dekadam. I think I said that right. You can look it up. They're also showing Air, Scream 6. I didn't know there were six of them. And (laughs) Scooby-Doo. At the Princess Original in Uptown Waterloo, you can see Showing Up, How to Blow Up a Pipeline, The Lost Weekend, A Love Story, The Wind Rises, and Spirited Away live on stage. And at the Princess Twin, they are showing Chevalier, A Good Person, The Lost Weekend, A Love Story, Champions, and Summer Stock. A few music highlights for you going on this weekend. On Friday night at uh, the Jazz Room is going to be the Caleb Koo Quartet. Oh no, it's sold out. Sorry, I didn't read ahead before I said that. Well... You can support Caleb Koo online, maybe instead. Um, At the Rich Uncle Tavern, Sammy Duke is going to be there at 7 p.m. And at the Yeti Bar, Yano for sure, the Mendozas, and By Octopi are going to be playing at 8 p.m. On Saturday night, uh, Adult Recreation Center is going to be at the Hub. The father and son duo will be at the Duke of Wellington. DJ Trent will be spinning tunes at the Jane Bond. Um, At the Registry Theatre, there's a big Judy Garland centennial um, celebration happening with local jazz singer Mary Catherine Pisano. And at the Yeti Bar, DJ GD2N, I feel like there's probably a better way to pronounce that, but DJ GD2N is going to be at the Yeti Bar at 8 p.m. And on Sunday, if you're looking for some afternoon music, the Churchill Arms has the Sonic Youth Ensemble, um, and the Falls View Road Pub has Chalkline, and at Yeti Bar, Constrain, Trauma Model, and Still Numb are going to be playing. That is all of our event highlights for tonight. But like I said, check out our website on the scene, kw.ca, and you can get all the full details. 
Well, our next guest uh, for the show tonight is the owner and head brewer from right here at Shortfringer Brewing Co. Rob Hearn is a beer lover, a BJCP certified judge, an avid home brewer who has been working in the beer industry for the last 10 years. He started home brewing at Trent University and launched Shortfinger Home Brewing Supply Store in 2015 and expanded to become a full service brewery in 2018. Since then, Shortfinger has become home to many amazing events, including concerts, laser tag competitions, festivals, art markets, food pop-ups, dog experiences, and more. They are hosting the 2023 Short Can Celebration this weekend, and we can't wait to hear all about it. Welcome to On The Scene, Rob. Thank you very much for having me, Allison. Yeah, well, thank you for having us. It's always so fun to come to Shortfinger. We were here in the summer, or I wasn't here, but uh, the rest of our team was here in the summer on the patio, and uh, it's nice to be inside tonight. <laughs> yeah, we can use some uh, more sunny weather. I would yeah. love to do this on the patio. I know, yeah. Uh, we'll have to come back in the summer and do it again then. <laughs> um, so I have to ask, Shortfinger is branded as Kitchener's only sci-fi and punk brewery where did that inspiration come from it's on a cup I, oh it's on it, the cup that i have it's I on it. a glass it's on yeah. a shirt and <laughs> i i don't even remember why i started thinking about this but i was trying to work with uh john johnson who's mm-hmm. bareface de- mm-hmm. designs on i was like i have this like concept in my head and i want to like get it out there and we were working on it working on it and i was trying to like be like okay we're gonna put it out as we're kitchener's only mm-hmm. and then maybe we'll move to ontario's only okay then we'll move to in like <laughs> build it up and wait until someone's like whoa 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 <laughs> yeah. you are not the only <laughs> and so far no one in kitchener has yeah. uh, laid claim to it so no complaints I, so we'll see what the next <laughs> round turns it to the into yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah i love it i love it okay i have to get uh, the pronunciation of the beer right what am i drinking tonight rob you are drinking mimo mimo yeah okay. you were you were like almost there i know and i said it i was like maybe that's wrong i don't know <laughs> we do a lot of uh kind of hard to pronounce names at times mm-hmm. like uh and they're often science fiction influence like okay. we have a beer that is influenced from uh the expanse the like book series which turned into a tv show mm-hmm. called sasa k and when it's on the board and it's not on very often yeah. people just like don't know how, <laughs> like and there's been a few where like people are like i i I just don't even know how to yeah. say this <laughs> uh one of our hoppy beers was called hop light Okay. But we'd put it on the board as hop, and then it'd be LT question mark, and the amount of people would be like, hop lieutenant. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. actually, it's supposed to just be hop light, but like, I know what you want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love that though. Yeah. You know, it like it makes it a memorable experience, yeah. right? Because then yeah. they could tell someone like, oh, I went to this place and they had all these funky names or something. Yeah, I mean, there's usually a story or inspiration behind most of the names. Mm-hmm. Usually, sometimes it's just a, I liked it. Yeah, why yeah. not? Yeah, why not? Mimo <laughs> is one of those. I just liked it. Yeah. I thought it worked for a mimosa barrel aged sour. So yeah, it's yeah. Del- it's delicious yeah. too. Big fan, big fan. Um, so why did you choose this space here to open up the brewery? Uh, it's kind of like tucked away a little bit, but still, you know, I'd say it's like 
outskirts of downtown Kitchener. Why'd you choose a warehouse on Hearst Avenue? Uh, yeah, n- sometimes I think the same thing. <laughs> Why did I choose this building? Um, one of the big factors was the bike path. Yeah. Going by. Um, and last, was it last weekend when it was really sunny? Yeah, yes. I think it was last yeah. week. Um, I was like, oh yeah, this is why. Mm-hmm. People showed up and like the patio was full and like there was just constantly people biking up and mm-hmm. like it that was part of why we put it here. Um, another part of it was in 2015, I had a really hard time finding a location that was suitably sized. So when I started the the operation in 2015, mm-hmm. it was actually in my basement okay. and it was homebrew supplies online and local pickup yeah and then we found that in 2016 where a wooden boat uh, kitchen is i mean they're, they're mm-hmm. not a restaurant anymore yeah. but they kind of you know have pop-up people mm-hmm. there um and i slowly just started busting at the seams at that point with the homebrew and trying to build the brewery and then we took over the whole building essentially which was kind of crazy when i think about it now that was like 2018 i'm like oh my god (laughs) what was i thinking that was crazy yeah um so it was kind of the space came available and i saw potential Mm -hmm. and that would that's the main thing when i was i was thinking about this location and what's going on here I'm always just like potential. Yeah. And it's been really, it's been a struggle mm-hmm. 100% because um, we are just on that outside of downtown and I still have this thing where like people will be like, oh, I heard about you. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I finally came randomly down this yeah. way and I'm like, yeah, I, I know, <laughs> I know. It's just, it's just in this little pocket that mm-hmm. people don't really go to that yeah. often. So it's it's why we do things like the short can. Yeah. To have like, yeah, like we're here, we got stuff going on, like yeah. and trying to draw them in. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I'm always really impressed by the events that you have. Like you're always on our on our events rundown when we're chatting mm-hmm. about stuff. And always like really fun, unique stuff. Like you guys also had a disc golf uh party co- tournament i don't even it, it know was like a, it was a, a disc it was a golf tournament yeah. i'm air quoting <laughs> on the radio right now um but like it was more of a an excuse to come and get people out drinking and having a good time yeah. on a saturday afternoon in the winter because mm-hmm. like it's such a weird like i don't know what it is about kitchener toronto area they don't embrace winter in the mm-hmm. same way that like Ottawa does where like it's negative 30 and you go out and there's people everywhere and I'm Mm -hmm. always like come on guys are we not Canadian (laughs) are we not like are we doing this like can we not leave our houses Uh, so trying to like get people out in a different way and that really came out of Jane Bond too Shane down at Jane Bond like I've been to their disc golf tournament and so Mm -hmm. when I kind of thought of the idea I was like there's no way I can do this without Jane Bond. Yeah. So they are like the the sponsor, host, whatever it nice. is. Um, and I love working with Shane anyways. Yeah. So it was an easy, but it was a non-traditional disc golf tournament. Okay. <laughs> Just to be very, very clear. I know. I was thinking about the space. I was like, I feel like disc golf courses are usually like very large open fields. <laughs> yeah. Ours is in the parking lot. Love and like it. 
because it's in March, there's a giant uh, like pile oh, a of snow yeah. at the end. And uh, if you look over in the warehouse, you can see my canoe hanging from the okay, rafters over yeah. there. So I take that down and then I put it on top of the snowbank. <laughs> and then the like final competition is the like long canoe, like long bomb. So we like set it up and then people throw discs from across the parking oh lot and try and land it in the canoe, you know, I and just that. like. And they've been drinking beer, so oh, their yeah. accuracy yeah. is just so good. But you good. know what? Like, yeah. some people kill it. Just, I'm, I'm always impressed because yeah. I'm like, I can barely throw a frisbee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The same. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome, though. I love the, like, unique and creative events. Like, I feel like Kitchener-Waterloo is sort of becoming this place that now has a lot of these like really special things going on you know there's there's always been live music there's always been like you know thing like theater things going on at center in the square there's big shows at maxwell's or the odd but i feel like in the past maybe like two three years there's been all these places that have kind of like been stepping up and just being like we can do something cool like we're a big enough city to have a really fun unique event and there's going to be people that are going to come out to it and uh yeah just make people like embrace this city and not feel like you have to go to toronto or you have to go to ottawa to get like a really cool thing like that so yeah i love it um talking about this space a little bit you are saying goodbye to this space kind of uh very soon you are moving next door so far but also i know it's a completely new space tell us a little bit what can you tell us about the move and the new space you're going to so the move is it w- i'm very like mixed hat on <laughs> on on the move it, it's a lot of work right now um because i am moving the tasting room mm-hmm. and so the tasting room will be kind of in behind where it is right now and open up onto the patio. It's gonna be a little smaller. Mm-hmm. We, we really struggled, especially in the winter, with filling the space properly without doing giant events. Yeah. We're like, I need 100 people in this place so it feels full. Yes. And yeah. as a very small business, like, that that's difficult and it is a lot of work for us mm-hmm. for for us for me <laughs> for me all the time totally um so so that was kind of a what do i want to do as a business owner mm-hmm. and what are my goals expectations all that fun stuff that you know goes into uh, running a livelihood as a entrepreneur yeah and Luckily, while I was kind of thinking about this, I, I kind of had two options. And this goes back to what Brian was talking about earlier. He was saying there's no midsize thing, these little yeah. venues, blah, blah, blah. And not blah, blah, blah. Sorry. <laughs> but um, I really considered turning this into a live music venue. Wow. Okay. But unfortunately, the space is problematic infrastructure way and we've run into this we've been doing larger events and pop-up stuff for the last year and change now Mm -hmm. and it works but it was difficult yeah um facilities you know the bathroom the accessibility issue it was just like this is a building built in the 1970s they you know and it was a warehouse yeah not for anything else yeah so Instead of going that route, which I, I very much did consider, mm-hmm. um, 
civilian screen printing. Yeah. We, I, Kurt had been buying homebrew supplies from us for oh, a while, okay. which was what used to take up the majority of the space down here. Mm-hmm. Um, was lamenting that he needed more space, need, you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah. there we go. It kind of was like, oh, well, <laughs> I just closed our homebrew shop and have yeah, all this space here. Like space. we could kind of make that work. And in the end, I, uh, I'm a brewer. Mm-hmm. I'm not a... I'm not an events <laughs> yeah. guy. You know, I do events. And uh, yeah. like you said, I love to do uh, non-traditional events. Yeah. That's kind of like, I, I consider myself uh, a ridiculous ideas guy. <laughs> and love I'm that. like, yeah, yeah, laser tag. Let's We're doing do it. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, much to my... Uh, my partner's chagrin and I'm sure Mike, my manager's <laughs> chagrin of like, what, the, what are we doing now? Why? But they love yeah, it. The yeah. people love it. So yeah. Good. Nice. So uh, I think I answered that question. I'm actually did. not sure. Now. You <laughs> yeah. did. We're moving spaces yeah. and there's many good reasons why. Yeah. Um, so to kind of kick off the final kick off, no close off the final chapter of this space, you guys are hosting short can this weekend mm-hmm. um you've done short can before right this isn't the first one no, of it this is kind of our ongoing festival party yeah. kind of thing we do yeah. um yeah it's originally when it started it was supposed to be only short cans of beer okay because i it I'm one of the only breweries. I think Counterpoint's doing it now. They do. I'm gonna they give, do the short I'm going to give Graham shit for that, actually. <laughs> He's really starting to step on my toes here. Um, but both, uh, <laughs> both make, You both make such good beer. Yeah, yeah. But, so but you can't go in the short can. That was my thing. Uh, but no one was doing short cans. And then, yeah. I, so for the event, I would be like, I'm gonna, going to go around Ontario and beyond that and find short cans of beer that are like curated for the event and we'd bring in all this stuff the one year we brought a bunch of stuff from quebec um we did special order stuff uh out of the states and you know just it was all short cans now i'm much less uh uh my i'm not so hardcore about it (laughs) so i think i'm party (laughs) yeah i think all of the breweries that are coming are bringing tall boys okay (laughs) i will be the only one with short cans i'm (laughs) fairly positive uh but we have indie ale house coming from toronto uh third moon from milton and sada city from uh, gravenhurst so we'll have three other breweries here for the night and then music as well yeah yeah yeah, you got uh the d foresters hounds and spirit desire tell us like in 30 seconds what are these bands what's the vibe from these bands what can people expect if they come out so the vibe i mean we're a sci-fi punk brewery yeah. so we are going in the punk vibes nice. of thing uh deforesters are toronto punk and just recently got back together if you haven't listened to them before they are spectacular i used to work with uh with uh, Matt Pod, who is the lead singer and kind of does all the vocals and whatnot. Um, excellent, excellent 
punk music cool. the hounds or however you say them because they did yeah. double letters <laughs> they got lots of i was just like oh okay on. yeah they, they actually <laughs> gave us shit for that uh when we first posted they were like actually you gotta double <laughs> up all the letters i was like oh <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> um but they're also all all the bands for this one is out of toronto so it's supposed to be a beer festival with uh live music i try and bring stuff in from out of town mm-hmm. um and then usually we have a local uh opener or whatnot but uh with all the stuff going on i reached out to five different bands and then they kept being like no we can't do it no we can't do it and then i was like i i gotta get the poster (laughs) done like it was like guys nobody's doing okay yeah so we ended up with three instead of four which i was Mm -hmm. a little bummed out about but to be honest it's kind of more of a beer yeah with live music like it's one of those things i was like it'll be good There'll be live music. 100%. You'll all enjoy. Like, yeah. come party. 100%. Yeah. And uh, I need a good party right now. I've been nice. working so much on yeah. this move. Where yeah. can people grab tickets if they want to come this Saturday? Uh, so they are online. It's all through Inve- Eventbrite. Mm-hmm. You can find it in our Instagram, also through our website. Um, everybody who buys a ticket in advance, uh, because Civilian is getting set up here, they mm-hmm. actually did a uh, like custom one-off T-shirt on their new machine that was dropped here. Okay. So I don't know how many shirts they have, but essentially if you pre-order and come, you can pick a T-shirt uh, until there's none left. Cool. And it's like a one-off short can T-shirt for the night. That's awesome. Oh, I love it. Well... Definitely an exciting weekend coming for you folks. Um, if listeners out there don't follow Shortfinger yet, uh, check them out on Instagram, Shortfinger Brewing Co. And uh, grab some tasty beer, come out for a fun party. It was so nice to chat with you, Rob. And thanks again for having us here tonight. Not a problem. Thank you so much for uh, letting me chat with you. Yeah, of course. Um, well, that is all the time we have for On the Scene tonight. Thank you, as always, to our sponsor, the Uptown Waterloo BIA. Um, On the Scene is produced by Danielle DeVoe, Derek Rydell, and myself, Allison Dijak. Um, special, special thanks to my guests, Brian Scheid, and of course, Rob Hearn, um, for chatting with us tonight. Derek, where are we going to be next week? We're at uh, 44 Gockle. Yeah, we're going to be chatting with uh, some local artists to hear what's going on at that local arts hub. Until next week, my name is Allison Dijak, and thanks for listening to On the Scene.